0: It's Christina
1: and Scott McIntyre
0: here. Welcome to the Enduring Hope podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. When I was 16 years old, I very clearly heard God tell me that I would marry Scott.
1: And I don't think you were quite on board with that at the time.
0: (laughs) Well, I thought of you as my friend, and I just wasn't sure what to make of that at the time. And I actually kind of forgot about it until later when we started dating.
1: And you didn't share that story with me until much later in our relationship. That probably would have scared me a little bit.
0: (laughs) Maybe so. But honestly, when I said yes to dating you, I felt in that moment like I was saying yes to marrying you. I still had some questions like, Who's going to take me to the hospital when I'm having a baby? Or how are we going to get kids to all their different activities if I'm the only one driving?
1: Those are big ones.
0: There were a lot of uncertainties, and you were so kind and understanding as we talked through a lot of those things. You were a safe place for my heart, and I was able to be honest.
1: But I wasn't the only patient one. I didn't get the memo from God about us getting married. (laughs) I think that was something special he had for you. It took me a little while dating you before I started realizing, okay, I need to seriously think about marriage here.
0: He bought my ring, but it still took him several months to propose.
1: I had to figure out the perfect way to ask you. But through all of that, you were a safe place for my heart, too.
0: Well, I'm glad we walked each other through those times because look at all we would have missed if we had let doubts get the best of us.
1: I agree. And honestly, I look back at that time with a lot of gratitude. It was our in-between yes and maybe season when we didn't know exactly what our relationship would turn out to be. We needed a lot of reassurance from each other, but I'm so glad the needle kept moving toward yes.
0: Mm, For sure.
1: So a lot of people grow up in church, but end up walking away from their faith. And when giving some of the reasons for walking away, many people include feeling like they never had a safe place to doubt. Some even say they felt shame for questioning the Christian worldview they were raised with or what the Bible teaches.
0: That is so sad, but I can believe it. I know people who've had experiences like that. Unfortunately, those of us who follow Jesus aren't always as understanding and encouraging as he is. He has no problem with our doubts and uncertainties.
1: No, he doesn't. Just think about those he was closest to. The disciples had so many doubts. They struggled with uncertainty about Jesus' identity, his power, even his existence after his resurrection. Through all that doubting, Jesus continually showed them love, compassion, and understanding. We never read an example of Jesus shaming people for having genuine questions about their faith.
0: No, we don't. In fact, one of the examples that stands out to me is a story from the life of John the Baptist. Of all the people you'd think would have a rock-solid faith in Jesus, it would be him. He baptized Jesus and got some pretty amazing assurances that he was indeed the long-awaited Messiah. In fact, he was his own cousin. Listen to what it says in Matthew chapter 3, verses 16-17. to 17. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased.
1: It doesn't get much plainer than the audible voice of God. It's hard to imagine having any doubts after that.
0: I know, but John does. A bit later, he goes through a really difficult time in his life. In fact, he's in prison and he really starts to struggle. Listen to what we read in Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 to 3. Now, when John heard in prison about the deeds of Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? I can imagine I'd be thinking, If you're the Messiah, why don't you get me out of here? I thought you were going to come to feed our enemies, and now look at me, a prisoner.
1: I'm sure I would have some serious doubts too. It's encouraging to see how Jesus responds to John's friends. In verse 4 and 5, it says, And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. See, Jesus doesn't throw up his hands and say, that's it. I can't believe you're questioning me. No, he tells John's friends to remind him of all the evidence, including fulfilled prophecy. He understands the human condition and our need for reassurance.
0: I love that. You know, I truly believe our doubts can become catalysts for some of our most faith-bolstering studies. If we can learn to trust that God isn't disappointed in us when we have uncertainty, we can boldly confess our doubts while asking the Holy Spirit to lead us as we search for truth. And there is so much truth and evidence to be found.
1: Yes. I want to share one more example from the Bible that encourages me when I'm walking through difficult times in my faith. It's from the story of the father who went to Jesus to get healing for his demon-possessed son. After answering a few questions about his son's condition, we read this exchange in Mark chapter 9, verses 23 to 24. Jesus says to the father, All things are possible for one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief.
0: I believe, help my unbelief. That is such a beautifully honest prayer that Jesus answered by healing his son. His son wasn't healed because the father had airtight faith. The boy was healed because Jesus is a healer.
1: If you are listening and you're experiencing doubts about God or what the Bible teaches, I hope you can take a new step by just trusting that Jesus is a safe place for your heart. It's okay to go to him with uncertainty. There is nothing that can separate you from the father's love for you, not even your questions. His love endures forever.
0: We all need encouragement. Would you take a moment and think of someone in your life who you could share this podcast with today? You never know how God could use it to give them hope.